It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome again. It is that time. And that is the Smart Money Questions time. Hope you guys are doing great out there enjoying the summer. We have been. Uh, right now as I'm recording, let me tell you something. It is warm up here in Metro Philadelphia. We just got back uh, on Sunday of this last week from an annual vacation. I guess we've been doing this, I don't know, 15, 16 years now. And that is heading up to Cape Cod and... Um, this last time, you know, we were looking every, you know, with the apps now, you can look at the weather and what it's going to be like. And we were a little worried because it looked like uh, we're going to be up there five days. Looks like it was going to rain like four and a half of them. And we got very fortunate and we only had rain the first day that we were there. And then quite frankly, after that, the weather was really gorgeous. And if you've never been up there, I highly suggest you do it. We were in the different areas of Harwich, uh, Chatham, Orleans. Actually, Orleans is where Maggie's uh, grandmother had been up there. And so she used to go up there as a kid all the time with her family. Real cool place up there is a place where you can actually go out to what they call the outer beach. And we must have drove. Now, granted, it's slow. You're in sand. You're kind of bouncing up and down. You got the dunes. We were probably on the road, though, driving out there for 30 minutes. And then you just park and the water's right there. The closest person, if it's not too crowded, which that day it wasn't, um, was probably 300 yards away from us. And you just kind of set up camp and, and, and make a great day of it. So if you get a chance, get up there. We've been having a good time. That's uh, probably the last big trip we're going to take this summer. I'm always amazed, again, how, you know, when you live in the Northeast, it's the, the summer it seems like it's 12, well, I guess it is. It's like 12 weeks and then boom, it's done. <laughs> Where... Growing up down south, it wasn't necessarily like that. But listen, you guys know that I, uh, I love to use this format to be able to talk about the different things that are happening in our office. And it got me thinking about conversations I've had with two different clients over the course of the last two or three weeks that are in different phases of their life. One was a younger couple that they're in the accumulation phase of life, and the other couple have been retired for a couple years. And so they're in the decumulation phase of life and looking at the differences that happen there. Right now, Maggie and I are in the accumulation phase of life. The, uh, our kids are starting that accumulation phase of life. And that's a much different planning process than coming to the decumulation phase in life where, what does that mean? Well, it's time to start spending our money. The accumulation phase is we're trying to accumulate the money to then hopefully get to retirement. So I want to I go over that today and just make you aware of what that conversation was like. I thought in both situations it was, uh, it was really good, and I think it will be helpful and valuable for the listeners out there in the podcast world. So listen, before we do that, let's make sure we deal with a disclaimer. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, 
If you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmatt.com. That's www.speakwithmatt.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30 minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So again, very low key. Go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmat.com, and schedule it there. So all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. Okay, so let's jump into this. So we have the accumulation phase of life versus the decumulation phase. So again, the accumulation, we're wanting to accumulate, put as much away, create assets for at some future time when the paycheck stops, we're going to start to decumulate that or start to spend it over whatever our retirement life looks like. So accumulation, when does that start? Well, quite frankly, it start, in, in my opinion, it starts any time between 18 or older, all the way up until you retire, whatever age that would be. And you're looking at, in, during those years, you, are, you got a paycheck, maybe you start a business, what have you. You have income that is constantly coming in. So for instance, a paycheck, you guys might've heard me talk about this a couple years ago. I remember speaking with a client and he had come to the point of 50 consecutive years of paychecks. Never missed a paycheck. Changed jobs a couple times. Never took any time off during that. 50 consecutive years of paychecks. Or business income, what have you. So there's a constant flow of income that's coming in. Versus the decumulation phase, well, now I'm retired. There is no paycheck. Paycheck stops. Now, keep in mind when I'm talking about this, when you, when I, I define retirement not as like when you take Social Security or when you w- walk away from a job where maybe you're going back as a consultant and maybe your income is almost close to the same. I'm talking about the time when the income is dramatically going to go down from the source that you have been receiving from for possibly decades before that. So um, you might go back to work part-time, what have you, whether that is for a financial need or maybe a social need, what have you. But the real test for me is, you know, give me an example, make numbers easy. I'm making 150 grand a year and I retire and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go work part-time. I'm making 15 grand. That's a big difference. So now what happens is decumulation is whatever I have amassed, I have to now start drawing that down. So again, accumulation phase, I've got paychecks, business income, what have you, versus decumulation, that that source of income is now not there. Now, in the accumulation phase, the recommendation that I would have is where you are looking to invest your monies, um, whether that is in your company retirement plans, whether you set up a traditional brokerage account, whether you're investing on the outside, is your time horizon or when you are looking to eventually start using that money could be decades out. I mean, decades. So my recommendation and the conversation that I was having with these clients the other day is I would recommend being 85, 90, 100% in to stocks. So for instance, in this case, we were talking about their company retirement plans We were looking at the investment options they had within that, and I'm just telling them, listen, you guys are younger than I am, and I can tell you right now, Maggie and I across the board are in between 85 and 95% stocks, and that's where I would recommend you. And then what happens is you come up 
they're coming up with a budget on how much can they afford to put into those, whether it is a traditional 401k account or IRA, Roth 401k or 403b, what have you. Do they have other opportunities? For instance, what the other accounts that Maggie and I have is we are contributing into an HSA and a, um, and a traditional brokerage account. But the big thing is here is all of the investable assets, in my opinion, and for me, in the accumulation phase while we're going through that, especially when we're younger and retirement is decades out, is we look to take as much risk as possible and the volatility that is in the market actually becomes our friend. Well, what in the world do I mean by that? Well, think about it. if you were 35 years old in 2007 when the market is hitting an all-time high and you just kept putting money into that and then 08 happens and the beginning of 09 and the market is tanking, but you are still putting money in, what's happening? Well, you're buying at the lowest time possible that we had seen in, you know, quite frankly, a very long time. And so then you, you're, you're going to reap the rewards of that over time. Now, you still have to be able to stomach that. And whether you're 35 or 45 or 55, depending on when you're looking at retirement, if you're still in that accumulation phase, in my opinion, it is important to be consistent in how you are investing on a monthly basis, whether that's every other week. So for instance, Maggie and I, we have a company 401k plan here. We, you know, every payroll, we are maxing out what we are putting in. Now, in this case, we're, you guys have heard me talk before, we're investing in the Roth 401k side. Every other week during a pay period, that money is going in. We also have money going into an HSA on a quarterly basis. We have money going into a brokerage account on a monthly basis. Okay. It's important when you're in the accumulation phase to make sure you are maintaining that if possible. And this is where it comes into budgeting. So one of the things that Maggie and I do, and I was talking to this couple, younger couple, about coming up with a budget, you know, for your spending, blah, 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 lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. But then make sure you're also including investing. One of the things that Maggie and I like to do every year when we are analyzing our budget is, can we still be increasing our investments by 20 to 25% a year while still living our lifestyle, right? So I'm big on making sure that you're not completely sacrificing today for tomorrow, but we still want to plan for tomorrow. And that's one of the things I was talking to this couple about is sit down at, you know, once a year, look at your budget and, you know, hopefully your income over the course of time is increasing, which will allow that, you know, just because you got a, an increase doesn't necessarily mean it all has to go to lifestyle. Make sure that you are looking at still putting the money away. And guess what? The younger you are doing this, then the, quite frankly, the less you have to put away because you've got so many years on your side. But it's real important to, to look at that on the accumulation side and make sure that you are, you're investing up to the, the risk that you're willing to take. In other words, the stomach really on the downside because no one cares when it's going up. And be consistent with that. Don't stop. You know, even last year when the things were happening during the pandemic and we were getting shut down and all the, the Maggie and I were still being consistent in our investment strategy and our investment, uh, you know, what we were putting away. I think that's really important. Now, on the flip side, you're in the decumulation phase. You're not more than likely, you're still not putting money away from an investment standpoint. And this is where you really have to look at 
how much risk are my investments in? And this is where I talk about understanding the different risk buckets. I'm not saying just because we retire, we have to put all of our money in a savings account or underneath the mattress because we're scared of losing it. What did Will Rogers say? I'm not really concerned about the return on my investments. I'm concerned about the return of my investment. So we want to understand that we do need to have different risk buckets, safe, moderate, and we still have to plan for long-term inflation. And, and you know what we have seen is the market has been able to sustain or outpace inflation when we are investing accordingly. But at the same time, when we're in the decumulation phase, we have to recognize the market's not always going to be going up. It's going to fluctuate just like last year. So if we're needing those assets to create income, then that's why we have to segment out monies into different risk buckets. So when one isn't performing, we have another one that we can go to. And that's where it comes into the decumulation phase is income and tax planning, is overall looking at if the paycheck is stopping, what income sources do I have? What is Social Security? When's going to be the best time for me to take Social Security? Do I have a pension option? When I retire, is the pension available right then? Or possibly do I have to wait until, say, 65 uh, to be able to get it? Are there other sources of income? Maybe you've been a real estate investor and I've got rental income coming in. What are the different income sources that you have and the income planning and the taxes associated with that can help determine how much you're going to put into the different risk buckets? How much can I have in a long-term growth strategy versus a moderate versus a more of a safe type of instrument? That's really important. But you can see that is much different than the accumulation phase. Let's take advantage of long time horizons before we're looking to retire. Let's be as aggressive as we can, right? If I'm, if I'm 20, 30, 40, in my case, if I'm, what am I, 42, <laughs> 50, is that how much risk am I willing to take in my investable assets? And in my case, I'm, Maggie and I are willing to take on a lot. We're still in that accumulation phase. But decumulation, as we were just talking about, we don't want to have all of our money in an 85 to 90 to 100% stock portfolio, especially when we're needing to take money out of it. It's important then as to being able to choose where we are taking the money from based on risk and the performance of those. The other thing I'll tell you that I think is important when you're in the accumulation phase is that you look at the company benefits that you have available to you. Make sure that you're maxing those out. If you're listening right now, uh, and you're a client, forward this to your kids. Know that we are here for your kids. We're here to help them. There's no cost. Let's make sure they're taking advantage of maximizing their company benefits. But beyond that, my recommendation, especially if you are married and especially if you have kids, is that you have a personally owned life insurance policy. Now, the reality is what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to guard against a premature death and the loss of income that's going to happen with that. And the cheapest way to do that is term insurance. I mean, it is dirt cheap. I, I, if I remember correctly, I, I bought a 20-year term when I was like 36, 37. It was $2 million. I think I pay $72 a month for it. I mean, it's just dirt cheap. The idea is hopefully I, you know, Maggie never has to cash that in, you know, but I'm only renting it for a certain period of time during those earning years. Earn, our earnings are going up. The kids are getting older. And then at a future time, 
that insurance can be lowered or even dropped. But it's real important to make sure that we own it outside of what our company benefit is, which might be one to three or five times the salary. But what happens if I move? What happens if I change jobs? You know, and then I become uninsurable. Now I don't have the opportunity to protect my family and my only source in the event there is an issue is the, um, is the company sponsored plan. The other thing I think is important, and I think this is important even in the event you are single during the accumulation phase is looking at disability insurance. Look at what your company offers. Look at getting it on the outside as well. There's more of a probability of disability than there is death during the accumulation phase. And that is something, especially if both of those, if you get them when you are younger, it is, um, it's pennies on the dollar for the potential benefit that you would get. Now, when you get to retirement now and you're in the decumulation phase, I have many clients that'll say, do I need to still keep this insurance? And sometimes it's term, sometimes it's an old whole life policy. Heck, maybe they've had it for 25, 30 years, what have you. Then you, you, you get into more questions of legacy. What are the benefits associated with that life insurance? For instance, it, are there certain other benefits like long-term care, home care that are associated with that that you can look at? That's real important. I think that's where that comes into play later on and then the decumulation phase of life. And of course, in the event you're in that, you're already in that retirement position and you're considering or you have a real desire for legacy. Obviously, life insurance is one of the is one of the best investments you can have with regards to that. Now, disability insurance isn't isn't available post age sixty five. At least I don't know of any. In fact, the one that I have actually ceases at the age of sixty five. So that isn't available. So those are the differences in other things you want to be looking at outside of just the investments in the accumulation and the decumulation phase of life. Now I want to go into a couple other things that I spoke to that are a little bit off of you know the investment side and putting your money away and budgeting and those kind of things. And that is realizing on both sides, accumulation and decumulation, life happens. That's just the, remember back in the day, there was another bumper sticker that was out there and then all of a sudden you couldn't put that on your car. But the reality is life happens. And so changes in spending, changes in what you're wanting, all of those things, when, they, when those changes happen, you need to take the time and analyze what they are. For instance, last year, if you're in the accumulation phase of life and all of a sudden you got let go from work, well, that could end up changing what you're putting away into investments. And now your mindset is, I, I just need to survive, right? If you're a business owner and unfortunately you were the ones that they ruled you were illegal to be open and now there's no revenue coming in, that's going to change things as well. When you are in the decumulation phase, life happens, right? We can end up having different ones. I remember a couple years ago, the uh, meeting with some clients and, and they decided, hey, listen, we don't want to live here anymore. We're selling, we're done with home ownership. This is where we want to go. What happens at that point in time? Planning changes. Planning is constantly evolving whether you are in the accumulation phase or whether you are in the decumulation phase. And it, you, you want to take the time to make sure you're going through that to make sure you're maximizing with what you have and what you have access to when whatever position that you're in either one of those. The other thing I think that is important, especially when it comes to the decumulation phase, is understanding that when the paycheck stops, 
more than likely your risk tolerance gets lower, meaning I want to be a little more conservative, and there becomes a fear of spending. And I know I tell people this a lot, and I, I think sometimes they, they think I'm just kidding around, but I'm being serious. I can't tell you how many times I have to tell clients, spend your money. We have already planned for this. Go out there, enjoy it. You didn't work 40 years to get this money, to just let it sit here. And when you have a plan and you're constantly reviewing it, then I think that calms the anxiety, for instance, of what happened last year. You know, March, April, oh my gosh, the markets are in the tank. Oh my gosh, I can't do anything. I can't spend any money, blah, blah, blah. If you've done the planning and you've positioned the monies the right way, then you can still continue to go through and live the retirement that you are looking for. I think that also comes into play when you look at the accumulation phase, when those things changes or when those, ha- those changes happen is it's important to sit back and, you know, I think the fear in decumulation is different than the fear in accumulation, but the reality is the fear is still there. What is fear? False evidence appearing real. Make sure that you go through the process of analyzing the situation to help ease the anxiety or the, yeah, the, the fear that can come over you. And in the event that you are experiencing that, I'm going to tell you what I, I, I told both couples, the younger couple and the couple that are already retired. And that is, now for the younger couple, they might not remember or remember living through it. I do. But the older couple did, the retired couple did. And that is, remember the 70s? Holy crap, the 70s were an absolute disaster, right? The resignation of a president, a new president coming in that, quite frankly, was a disaster. Then we got a change in the 80s. Remember the SNL crisis of the 80s and 90s? I mean, it, it, I mean there, were some, there were bad things that were happening. How about the dot-com bubble? Everyone remember that? How about 9-11, 08-09? And of course, last year, the reality is life's going to happen. And guess what? We keep moving on. Now, granted, everyone, let's get one thing straight. I think you can tell I'm a glass half full kind of guy, right? And I think if you have that mindset, some people might call it a prosperity mindset, a success mindset, what have you. It doesn't mean that crap ain't going to happen. It just means that we're not going to let it overtake us. And interestingly enough, both couples said the same thing to me. Wow. You know what? I guess I never went back and really thought about that. You know, of course, the younger couple was like, yeah, we read that in our history books. <laughs> but the reality is, it is going to happen. If you're experiencing that, whether it's me or someone else, reach out to someone that can hopefully calm the anxiety, calm the fear, you know, right the ship so we don't end up making decisions financially, especially financial decisions that are based on a fearful emotion. I can't tell you how many times people have been in my office post 08 and 09 that made decisions at that time that they could never recover from, ever. It doesn't matter what the market has done since then because they held out for so long. They took such a loss, such a bath that they're not going to be able to recover. And all because of a fearful emotion that they fell into. So listen, everyone, I hope this has been helpful, understanding the different accumulation and decumulation phases of life, the different things that we want to look at. If you would like to speak with us, feel free to do that. Info at smartmoneyquestions.com or my online calendar, speakwithmat.com, or if you want to pick the phone up, 
610-719-3003. You can all use all three of those in the event you want us to deal with a question or scenario on the show. Feel free to use those same emails and calendars and, and phone numbers to let us know. We'll be more than happy to do that. So listen, everyone, I hope it's been valuable. I will talk to you soon. Have a great one.